Welcome to another exciting edition of the Brain Ladle Trivia Podcast. I am your MC Devo, the host with the most coast to coast. With me today, we have Kels. Hello, everyone. We have Andy. Hey, little Brenners. We have the Sensei Neil. Hey, everybody. And we have straight from Massachusetts, Dan. Hello, new friends. How you doing, Dan? Hey. I'm doing pretty well. I'm excited for tonight. That'll change. <laughs> well, tonight we're going to play some <laughs> trivia. And uh, so we're fresh off our brains, our brain, whatever that last Masters. tournament was. <laughs> Yeah, brain masters. Literally last right. week. Um, but so today's just gonna be a regular old game. Um each week we have a theme, and in that theme we've got six categories of four questions each. Each question is worth 10 points with a few bonus points thrown in here and there. And then a final question, which is worth up to 100 points. And today's theme is courtesy of Dan. I've had the day, I had the week off. Oh, <laughs> Is this uh, the part where I tell everyone? Sure. It is Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah, so that's why I didn't want you uh, to be nerded wow. out in a minute, unfortunately. Wow. How are you feeling, Kels? <laughs> um, pretty trashy, Andy. How about you? <laughs> Dan like actually wrote this like a couple of months ago, but I didn't want to use it during the tournament because can't imagine why there's a <laughs> going to be a bit of an imbalance. I suspect no, a bit. Huh? Yeah. Oh, listing to well, the side over here. Poor Dave totally kept begging for it, and I wanted to answer yeah. the call. Thank you, Dan. Uh, of course, it's almost like medieval history. <laughs> Almost, with except with dice. With more dragons. <laughs> and more dragons. <laughs> Which suggests there were some dragons in medieval history. You don't I'm, know. I'm troubled by your academic background. You, you don't know. <laughs> you say George killed one, didn't he? Yeah. That's what they say. See? That uh, might have been a bearded dragon, though. <laughs> <laughs> I got to hype him up. It was actually a chameleon. Chameleon. Deer. There was a lot of drinking. <laughs> <laughs> okay we're, we're ready whenever you are dan all right well um can i ask uh neil you will be taking points i hopefully. am keeping score yes okay that makes it a lot easier for me i don't think scorekeeping is going to be a big issue tonight dan <laughs> <laughs> you can probably keep one number in your head this yeah you really need to hold on okay to Good to know. Good to know. Well, you you might guys might get a couple. I tried to write it, you know, to include everyone like in a question or two. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> Curious to see how that plays don't, out. Don't spoil us now. Don't, yeah. don't make it too easy. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm also I'm also ready with the with my sweep clips in case Davo misses mm. one. Oh, I don't but, see that happening. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's gonna. I'm gonna miss one or two. Can't wait for next week's episode songs with saxophones. <laughs> um, and I wanted to take some inspiration from Neil in his uh, creative tournament rules here and there. Um, and I made a rule based on D&D, &D, which each player will start with a point of inspiration. 
So Yay. in D&D, you uh, can get advantage and disadvantage, which you roll 20-sided die and take the higher or lower result, respectively. Um, so now that you each have inspiration, you can choose to give yourself advantage on one of your questions, which means that uh, you can answer with two different answers. And as long as one is right, you'll get the points. Okay. So th- there's some hope. Uh-huh. Is this Are you going to be handing out more inspiration? I barely for understood what this rule was. <laughs> <laughs> is, this, is this one time the whole game or one time per category? Yeah, yeah. I was thinking one time the whole game. As okay. David said, I was thinking about trying to find a way to give you guys more throughout it, but then I kept thinking Dave was just going to keep getting points of inspiration. And yes, oh, I am. Give yeah, him okay. I don't have a 20-sided dice. Okay, I have 40,000. I can get <laughs> <on> that. <laughs> yeah, my first purchase was a pound of dice. So The pound of dice three ago. That is, you get the most mm-hmm. bang for your buck. Yeah, it's like 10 sets right there. Mm-hmm. And he was just <laughs> using the dice to explain how you would use a point of inspiration yes. in the game. Okay. For, mm-hmm. for this for the purposes here, for one question tonight, you can give two different answers. Yeah. And uh, if one of them's right, you get full credit. Very good. Right. So I was thinking kind of like how you guys will write a parenthetical sometimes. Hey, maybe that oh, okay. won't be right. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. The idea uh, that I would try trying to decide between two right <laughs> answers at any point <laughs> in this contest <laughs> makes me smile. Good yeah. point, Andy. Maybe we'll see. Uh, but are you ready to start? Oh, yes, yes, yes. All right. So the first category is dungeons. I like dungeons. Uh, and the first question is: Although some may be able to perform this task with either hand more appropriately than others, what type of saving throw would one have to make if they not so gracefully triggered a dart trap while opening a treasure chest? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> That's a spirit. <laughs> That's the spirit. <laughs> you said what, what, what would you have to throw in order to <laughs> <laughs> So um what would you have to what would a dungeon master ask you to roll? What kind okay. of skill is what I'm asking? Oh, I see. <laughs> Do you? <laughs> it it didn't really occur to me, Dan, that there would be such a lack of basic knowledge like what a saving throw is yeah on the just uh, side i know how to kiss a girl so <laughs> that must be really nice mm. <laughs> um <laughs> i think it's throw to first <laughs> you always throw to first i'm locked in i'm locked in okay andy what was yours reaction and Kells said a right-handed dipsy do. <laughs> uh, and Devo, uh, dexterity saving throw. That is correct. Mm. Um, mm. So I don't know <laughs> how uh, loose we should be on half points because I believe in previous editions mm-hmm. it might have been reaction. But... Right, because I I learned how to play on a <laughs> no, previous a, edition. As you know, I'm very old. Reaction is a Kenneth Cole fragrance. So you get no points for that. <laughs> okay. Uh, then we'll go to question two. Thanks, Kels. 
Oh, no, I'm no, sorry. I, I didn't mean it. I didn't mean it. <laughs> Andy should get points if he got anywhere close. <laughs> uh, I think it's funny that you're not giving him any extra points. That's <laughs> fine <laughs> with me. Neil's the boss tonight. I tried, Andy, on tonight. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, just this night. <laughs> All right. Uh, so then, question two You don't need to smoke a pipe and badger an assistant to search a room for a secret door if you roll well enough. What sort of skill check would a dungeon master most likely ask you to make while searching the room of a dungeon? Locked in. <laughs> what are these questions? <laughs> I'm locked in. Locked in? Alrighty, Davo. An investigation check. And Kells? I said a Sherlock. <laughs> Very nice. And then uh, Andy. I said a Sherlock. Wow. <laughs> I like it. It is investigation to tell. <laughs> At least my kids were somewhere. following the breadcrumbs. Now we know how you're going to play this. Good to know. Yep. Yep. There we go. We're getting into it now. Barry double-crossed us once, and we make sure our <laughs> listeners know every single show how he angered us. <laughs> Just gentle warning early okay. on. Okay. All right. Well, the rest of the quiz should be great then. Great. Um, great. Until you talk bad about me every episode. Yeah. <laughs> um, I will speak of you in glowing terms. Uh, <laughs> thanks, Davo. This one's for You're you. Welcome, Dan. <laughs> as opposed to the first two yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, alright so question three it, occasionally aggressively looking at your surroundings could very well be the thing that keeps you alive however what number would a dungeon master compare from your character sheet to an unknown assailant lurking in the shadows stealth check don't ask him to repeat it, Kells. It's not going to help. <laughs> um, I'm locked in. I'm locked in. Locked in. Okay. Uh, Kells. Seven. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a fair answer. Um, Andy? Eyesight. Okay. And then Devo? You, uh, you had a uh, passive perception check. Yes, that is correct. I've had the psychology tests not this hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, it's like the dream where it's the last day of class and you realize you haven't gone to the class all semester. <laughs> <laughs> for some reason, you're not wearing pants this day. Right. <laughs> well, here in Arkansas, it was a snow day, so I'm not wearing pants. Um well, that's, thanks for sharing. That's a life right there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So to clarify, it's not because of the snow specifically, but because of the fact that you didn't have to go into class today. Right. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Just making sure. Quick clean it up. So <laughs> <laughs> organizing my thoughts. <laughs> All right. And so question four uh, is Indiana Jones may have needed to take some notes from Penn and Teller when he tried to carefully slip a bag of sand in the place of a golden idol. What skill proficiency would have helped Jones succeed in his dice roll? Oh, locked in. I'm locked in, too. I locked think I in. got this one. Kelsey, you locked in? Yes. I'm rooting for you, Andy. 
All right, Andy, start us off strong. Sleight of hand. Yay! All right, Davo. Sleight of hand. And Kels. I actually got one. Sleight of hand. There we go. Okay. Yay! Momentum. All right. Good job, everyone. Davo's pity cheer is making me even more enraged. <laughs> that wasn't a pity cheer. This is hard for you guys. You've never played. It's uh, This is not a pity cheer. <laughs> All right. At the end of round one, Kells and Andy have 10. Davo has 40. Okay. It's anybody's game. <laughs> well, if it gives you any hope, I think some categories veer, at least from the exact rules of D&D. So maybe, you know, some more real world stuff. You can relate to it. No, not real world. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Dave. I had to try. It's and cold and scary something. out there. <laughs> uh, well, thankfully, the second category is dragons. Yay! I like dragons. <laughs> this is dragons in pop culture. I'm hoping there's and lots of dragons got a in shot. pop culture. Uh, yeah. Uh, no, 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 it's dragons. <laughs> yeah, just old. <laughs> D&D Dragons. Yay. Okay. Anyway. So if the, the first, first category is Dungeons yeah. and the second category is Dragons, all you've got left is Ampersand. Yeah. Yeah. It'll make a lot do with uh, that Ampersand. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I, I play with the alliteration after this one. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Have some fun. With that. Okay. Uh, so the first question is... Second best to none, Bahamut is a metallic dragon and a good deity who always helps the lawful good in peril. What type of scales does this metallic dragon have? And for a bonus of two points, what is the deity's title? This is a dragon deity. I know. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm committed to win it. Type of scales? Um, Okay. I'm locked in. Hmm. I'm kind of torn. I'm locked in. I don't know if I said that because I'm barely paying attention. (laughs) (laughs) I'm locked in. Okay. Uh, Kels, what did you answer? I said golden and the the deity would have to be Leroy Green who was the last (laughs) dragon. Uh, and Davo? He's a platinum dragon. Oh, come on. And I did not answer the second part. Okay. Um, and Andy? I said golden as well, and I think he's an imagined dragon. (laughs) 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 Well... The answer is silver scales or platinum scales, as David oh, said. Either is acceptable. And the deity title actually is simply the platinum dragon. Oh. <clears throat> Good to know. But yeah. What I yeah, have no I, idea. I thought I could help you teach your kids in school. Yeah, we're supposed to teach them about real stuff. Oh, <laughs> oh. yeah. It's been a while for me, so. <laughs> Uh, okay, so question two. Uh, Tiamat, also known as Mother or Queen of Evil Dragons, 
is Bahamut's archetrival and has five heads. Each head is a different color, representing the different chromatic dragons, similar to how the Olympic rings uh, represent colors found on all nations' flags. For two points each, what are the five colors of chromatic dragons that make up Tiamat's five different colored heads? And thus, the only connection to sports that has ever been made exactly. with Dungeons and Dragons. I'm locked You're in. welcome. When <laughs> Dave was so horny, locked in. So we just have to name the, the five colors? Yes. For two okay. points each. For two points each. I'm locked in. And these are real colors, not D&D medieval pretend <laughs> colors. All but one is a pretend, Yes. No, I'm kidding. They're all real. <laughs> you had him terrified for just half a second. <laughs> oh, long since stopped to matter. I don't even know what a pretend <laughs> color would be. Purple. <laughs> unicorn yeah, like, color? I mean, I can't believe the unicorn hasn't come up yet. <laughs> Hang on. We got lots of questions left, Andy. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five. I'm locked in. Okay. Uh, Andy, why don't you start us off? Red, yellow, blue, white, black. Okay. And then Devo? Uh, red, black, green, white, blue. And Kel? Black, green, yellow, red, blue. All right. So the correct colors are white, black, green, blue, and red. Ah. So I believe... Four what, Andy and Kelsey both got three? Maybe four? I got four. I think they both got okay. four, so eight points total, and Dave got ten. Awesome. Okay. Sounds, sounds about right. Some some points. Um, <laughs> and then question three. Keeping it competitive. Much like in... <laughs> gotta keep it competitive. Um, much like in lore from other sources and media, dragons live a very long time. Within a range of 20 years, what is the range of ages that the Monster Manual considers a young dragon? And then for a there's, bonus. Huh? Okay. I'm sorry. I was just I was just coming to the realization there's a Monster Manual. There's a <laughs> oh, bunch yeah, of Monster of Manuals. Okay. How else are you going to keep track of all your monsters? Yeah, mm-hmm. I, gosh, I don't, I don't know. And that's Coloring just book? the base one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then for... A bonus of two points each. What age range is considered an adult? And starting at what age is considered an ancient dragon? Okay. (laughs) So you say age range of a young dragon? Yeah, that's the main question. And with a range of 20 years. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm not real good with ranges, quite honestly. Mm. Uh, I'm feeling it for you, Dave. That's okay. I have a sound clip for that. (laughs) I'm locked in. Why am I? Yeah, locked in. (laughs) Yeah, I'm locked in. Okay, I'm locked in with some guesses. Okay. Uh, So, Devo, why don't you start us off? Um, For the adult, the, the young dragon, I said 20 to 40. The range. Okay. Right? That's what we're talking about, a range? Yes. Right. Yeah. Okay. 
And then for an adult, I said 40 to 80. And uh, the starting age for ancient, I said, was 120. And I'm probably way off. Okay. And then uh, Kells? Well, I shot for the stars on this one. Um, I said a young dragon is anywhere between zero to 100 years old. And the ancient dragon, 500 plus. And I didn't even bother to do it in the middle. Okay. And then Andy, then. I said a young dragon is between one and a hundred. An adult dragon is between one to 200 years old. And an ancient dragon is 200 to 400 years old. Or I'm sorry, 300 or 300 to 400, I meant. Okay. These have been my favorite answers so far. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. It's very interesting (laughs) because Kels and Andy, you both got the main question correct. Nice. It's six oh. to a hundred years old for the young dragon. Okay. Uh, however, the bonus, uh, an adult dragon is 101 to 800 years old. Wow. And an ancient is 801 years and older. And it mm. just keeps on going. Ah, sure. Okay. You, you just count the rings when you cut off its head? Yeah, yeah. Is that how you determine its age? Yeah. It's not an ancient dragon. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> all right good job everyone um so then question four of dragons a white dragon has cold breath a green dragon poison breath a red dragon fire breath and a blue dragon lightning breath what kind of breath is a black dragon capable of and another bonus for two points what kind of metallic dragon is capable of the same type of breath that a black dragon is I'm locked in. I'm locked in. Locked in. All right, Kells. Said plague and golden. Okay. And then uh, Andy? Simple chronic halitosis. (laughs) (laughs) And the scope dragon uh, can do that as well. The scope dragon. Okay. Behold the mighty Listerine. Ancient (laughs) dragons. You use that voice when you play, don't you? Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and Devo. Uh Acid for the for the breath weapon and bronze dragons breathe acid too. So the answer is acid breath. The bonus answer, however, is copper dragon. Oh, come mm. on. Tavo. <laughs> Silly Tavo. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> All right, at the end of round two, Kells and Andy both have 28 points, and Devo has 70. <laughs> Anybody's game. <laughs> I cannot wake myself up from this. I keep trying. <laughs> it's going to be a little bit more real world for, for a couple categories. So You're, you know, you're doing a lot better than you did on the wrestling episode. That's what I was shooting for. Just not zero for you guys. I appreciate it. Winner, yeah, winner, chicken dinner for you, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks. Um, well, category three is recreational viewing. And question one is the Dungeons and Dragons movie that came out in 2000 
did not list out any of the cast in the movie, not even what top top build actor. I'm locked in with uh, with my answer to this question. <laughs> this top is a movie. build actor in the movie, which came out what year? Uh, two thousand. In 2000. 2000. Who was hot in 2000? <laughs> <laughs> who was calling this agent? Get me in the D&D movie. <laughs> in 2000, who would have been? Mm. That's a weird way to go around, go about this, Kels. <laughs> oh. If you get it, I'll be really impressed with that. I'm, I'm locked in. <laughs> Kels, yes. what are you doing, Andy? I'm trying to logic my way into this. I love this brotherhood forming between you two over this game. I mean, you tend to be that way when you're in the struggle together. <laughs> your, your best friends are found in foxholes. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, yeah, all right. I'm locked in. David, did you lock in? Oh, yeah. Okay, uh, so Damo, what did, what did you answer? I believe it's Jeremy Irons. Okay, and Andy? I tried to think of what actor is the most D&D-esque, and I came up with Christopher Lee. Ooh. I mean, he is the wizard. You have wizards <laughs> in D&D, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, Definitely. that's what I thought. See? <laughs> I know my stuff. Yeah. You're impressing me tonight. Thank you. And Kels. <laughs> I said James Franco. <laughs> He'd be awesome. amazing. He'd be that. amazing. I want James Franco to play Big B. <laughs> I wish I knew. I wish I knew what that meant. Yeah. Gets a big old magical Big B's hand. Yeah, Big B's <laughs> grasping hand. <laughs> We're not even part of the podcast anymore, Kels. <laughs> well, Davo is correct on this one. It's Jeremy Irons. Academy Award winner. Jeremy yes. Irons. Academy Award winner who needed to make a house payment, apparently. <laughs> it's surprising it doesn't come up more often in interviews with him. Well, right. as I was preparing for this role, I remembered my work in Dungeons and Dragons, the movie. <laughs> well, I like to imagine it as the cast requested not to be listed. On the yeah. Movie. They just came together as a group. Yeah. <laughs> no, SAG said, you can't list these people. They need careers. It's war crimes. <laughs> their, their box office, the box office for that movie was about two thirds of the budget. Oh um, boy! So they lost fifteen million. That's or rough. So. Oh That's man! <laughs> All right. Well, question two: the Netflix series Stranger Things features many references to D and D. In the first season. The main characters named the monster terrorizing the town of Hawkins, Indiana, the Demogorgon, after a powerful demon lord from D&D lore. The Demogorgon in D&D has dinosaur-like feet, two long tentacle arms, and two heads of what real-life animal? And there's an easy mode for this one. Um, oh my gosh, it's been many moons since I went up against Demogorgon. 
I like I like the way you say that as if you've really done it. Like, you know, like, <laughs> like it's an old, old football story. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I still have a trick knee from my last encounter. I'm I'm locked in. I think I know this. I'm I'm locked in too. Um you said it was an easy mode though, right? I did. There is one. Could I get that please? You absolutely can. The easy mode is they are heads of an old world monkey most commonly found in Africa. Crap. <laughs> I, I kind of I did it just to, just to see Andy's reaction. Andy just says cow heads. Um, <laughs> Andy wrote down two cans. <laughs> I'm locked in. All right. Kells, what do you got? A mandrel. Okay. And then Davo? Baboon. Uh, <laughs> and Andy. Um, I wrote down old world monkey lion heads. <laughs> <laughs> or just lion heads for short. <laughs> I see. I see. That's an interesting answer. I like it. Um, but it is baboon heads. Uh, hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's an interesting looking guy. Mm. Um, But question three, the Dungeons and Dragons cartoon series ran from 1983 to 1985 with animation by Toei Animation, who animated other series such as Sailor Moon. And it almost had an episode pulled from airing for discussion of killing the villain of the show. The main characters represented as thief, ranger, acrobat, cavalier, magician and barbarian were featured in live action in what country's 2019 car commercial? 2019 car commercial? Yeah. <laughs> that is correct. What country? <laughs> yes. Okay. Country car. Oh, my goodness. I'm locked in. I'm, I'm locked in. Locked in? Okay. Uh, now, Andy. Japan. Okay. And Davo? Japan. And Kells. Well, you mentioned Toei, so I stuck with Japan. The job of a chimney sweep comes with a great deal of responsibility. (laughs) Of course it is. Of course it is. Yep, a little bit of a trick there. It actually was Brazil. Brazil? Brazil. Yeah, of all places. It was a very interesting commercial. (laughs) It was cool, I'm going to be YouTubing this. I I have to check that out. I love it. It's very cool. It was so good. (laughs) I actually watched that cartoon a little bit. Then you should have okay. gotten the you should have gotten the Tiamat question. Yeah, right. right. Come on. Well, it was a cartoon when I was a child. I grew out of it. It still had all the heads when you're a kid. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Uh, There's no way in a million years I would have gotten Brazil, by the way. No, 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 no I, either. I know I wouldn't either. Don't worry. <laughs> but Dan, you wrote the question. Oh, right. I guess I should have gone it then. <laughs> and I've seen the commercial and apparently still can't get it. Uh, well, question four. The most popular D&D live show began in 2015, which airs on Twitch every Thursday and has over 230 episodes so far, adding up to well over 690 hours of content. 
Last year, this show raised more than $10 million from fans for an animated series leading to it being picked up by Amazon, are featured in stores such as Hot Topic, and just this year created their own charity. What show is this? Locked in. I, 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 I have to admit, I was trying hard, and I stumbled on what you said, the most popular, which suggested there was more than one live-action D&D show. Mm-hmm. And no, it's not a live action show. It's an it's what they call an actual play show, which is uh-huh. basically a show of people oh. playing D and D. You you watch is that other people playing? I, I, think, I, know I think most of them are podcasts, but this one does have a Twitch channel. Correct. Oh, yep. Maybe not. so. I can see and hear the Dungeons and Dragons game that somebody else is playing. Yep. Okay. Yeah. I'm with you. You got it. I do. <laughs> wow. Um, you know what? Ray Guy, he's got to come out sometime. <laughs> you don't shop at Hot Topic, Andy? I'm locked in. Uh, start with Andy. Now Ray Guy comes in for his first punt of the day. Kick is away. There's a high, twisting, hang time spiral. Yeah. Very nice, very nice. And uh, Kels? I said that Will Wheaton channel. <laughs> well, that's good. <laughs> He's done some uh, actual plays. Huh. Yeah. So, and, and he was featured on the uh, answer, which I'm guessing sounds like Dave got. Dave? Critical role. That is correct. So hmm. it's a good guess. Well, in the ballpark. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You got the name of someone who was actually on the show. So, (laughs) and Ray Guy was not on the show. So, Ray Guy has not made an appearance on the show yet. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. And oddly, it's probably more interesting than hearing a bunch of guys sit around and play trivia for an hour or two. (laughs) I mean, how dare you? (laughs) Hot mic. Oh, yeah. Cut cut that out of the show. Trying to get Patreon supporters. (laughs) Anyway, at the end of round three, Kels and Andy are still tied at 28. Nice. Because they didn't score any this round. Uh, Devo has 100 now. You know... I've been teaching in a pandemic all year, and today was a snow day. It was the first good day. (laughs) It was the first good day in a long time, and it's ashes now. (laughs) You mean it's been hit with a disintegration spell. Oh, that's awesome. (laughs) And you failed your saving throw. Oh my goodness. Nah. You know what, Devo? <laughs> Playtime's over. Oh my goodness. Since Neil's enjoying it so much from a utilitarian <laughs> perspective, everything's going really well. <laughs> <laughs> this is getting ugly. <laughs> getting ugly as if not already ugly. <laughs> well, category four is races. Yay! And question one, Kenku are a race of anthropomorphic crow-like people. 
generally around five feet tall. <laughs> and this is speak. a bug hunt, man. <laughs> Game over. This is a bug hunt. Oh, I'm tasting metal. Oh, man. I see spots. go home, Kels. I see spots. <laughs> this is a bug hunt, man. Game over. Uh, I'm so sorry. Please, um... <laughs> Let's start from the beginning. There's really no need to. Dave also got the answer. Kel's not going to have a chance in hell. That, no lie. When he said Kanko, I was writing down Crow. <laughs> okay. So we got past your first guess. Um, yeah. But as soon as Kel started breaking, I couldn't help it. I'm sorry. <laughs> he has that effect. He has that kind of laugh. <laughs> the contagious laugh. Yes. Oh, man. Okay. Kenku are a race of anthropomorphic crow-like people, generally around five feet tall and cannot speak after their race was cursed and can only communicate through voice mimicry. This race is loosely based on what Japanese folk religion demons that take the form of monstrous anthropomorphic birds. Locked in. Locked in. I learned this from Power Rangers. Okay. There we go. I probably learned this from the trash man. (laughs) 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 Um, i don't honestly know this he's thinking it's cute Uh, (laughs) all right i'm locked in i worry about this (laughs) uh debo what'd you say i said oni and kells i said tangu and andy i said surfing bird That's a great new character. Like idea. Tango Thank you, is Andy. any more silly or any less silly? <laughs> it is Tangu. Good job, yes. Tangu. I'm <laughs> still proud of Surfing Bird. <laughs> and question two is the halfling race is named as such due to looking just like humans but being half the size. The creator of D&D, Gary Gygax, Took inspiration from what famous fantasy race for the halfling? Locked in. Locked in. Fancy race? <laughs> <laughs> it's the pinky out people. It's a, fan- <laughs> it's a fantasy race. Fantasy race. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> This is a top hand tail. It's like a whole group of people did nothing but grape poupon mustard. I had no idea. Um, locked in. Okay, uh, Kels, what'd you say? I said Hobbit. And Andy? Elves? And Devo? Look like humans, but half the size, Andy. <laughs> that would be a Hobbit. <laughs> <laughs> wow! It's right there in the question. Elves don't true. look human, but they're not half the size of humans. Well, well what Unless percentage you're of elves. I mean, elves are smaller, right? Yes. It depends on the elves you're talking about, Andy. Why High am I in this conversation? <laughs> uh, well, Hobbit is correct. Is Allison an elf? <laughs> oh no, I would say she's a hobbit. <laughs> wow. Man, she's man. Wow. Can't wait for her to come back. <laughs> uh, she, she'd appreciate it. She'd appreciate it. <laughs> All right. 
Well, question three, sometimes referred to in real life European folklore as Ulf or Oaf, these human-like creatures are believed to have been fairy children that are lookalikes left behind by a fairy to replace a human child. These days, it is believed this folklore was created by, to explain children with all forms of diseases, deformities, and developmental disabilities. What race in D&D shares the common name of this creature? I'm locked in. And for a bonus two points, <gasps> this race is a descendant of what other creature and a human? Oh, oh, boy. oh, oh, oh. And then there is an easy mode for this uh, question as well. Mm-hmm. Hold easy on, mode. hold on, hold on. Okay. For me. Okay, I'm locked in. You got me thinking I might have swapped my answers inappropriately, but I feel good about what I got. Okay. okay. Yeah. This is in Hellboy, isn't it? <laughs> <sighs> no, I think Hellboy was a one and done type situation. <laughs> there's a Hellboy role playing game that looks really No, great. no, no. In Hellboy there's there <laughs> is not in the it's in one of the there's there's a creature that takes the place of a baby and Hellboy uses a horseshoe. Mhm. Cuz they can't stand iron. Right. You're on you're on it, dude. I can't tell if Dave was being serious. I know. That's <laughs> scary. I was being serious. I really was. Oh, I am. Oh, I'm right there. Hold on. Because it, it, it's throughout the episode. It's, it's, it, it's a main character of that. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, when you belch that cloud of steam charging up that hill. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not getting it. There is an easy mode. I'll take the easy mode. Okay. So the easy mode is this uh, is sometimes referring to people who can easily blend in with others. It is also a 2008 American movie title. I'm locked in with the wrong answer. Uh, <laughs> since I don't know the right answer. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm locked in. All right, Kells, what do you got? Animorphs. <laughs> <laughs> Those covers always scared me as a kid. They were freaky. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like turning into a hornet. Uh, Andy, what do you get? Um, all I can think of that came out in 2008 is Incredible Hulk. So obviously they're hulks. Who <laughs> blend in perfectly well. They really blend in. <laughs> and Devo? A changeling? Oh, oh. that's the Angel- Angelina Jolie movie. I've seen that. And uh, I believe they're the offspring of a human and a doppelganger. Yes, the, the, a changeling and doppelganger for the bonus. Boom! That is correct. That's not my baby. all right and question four duergar is a sub race or duergar i should say some i've heard well that's embarrassing yeah that was that was awkward what a faux pas (laughs) excuse me glad i'm not you out there (laughs) 
<laughs> Duh. Durgar, Dwergar, however you want to pronounce it, is a subrace in D&D with a name derived from an Old Norse word for this race. The Dwergar are usually evil, gray-skinned, and live deep underground. This race is based in English folklore and associated with the Simonside Hills in Northumberland, Northern England. What race are the Dwergar a subrace of? Locked in. Locked in. Jeez, that was creepy. <laughs> I'm locked in. All right, Andy. Red Sox Nation. <laughs> um, Devo. Dwarf. And Kells. I was close. Uh, they are they are descendants of their American cousins, the AT aliens. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it actually is dwarf mm-hmm. in the end. You don't say. That's right, yeah. How would mm. you say the uh, the gnomish equivalent? I wouldn't. Because um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I really have no idea how to pronounce it. Uh, I'm trying to, Can you spell it? I can't. It starts with an S V. <laughs> S D. Oh, the, the Svid... Farron or whatever, yeah, like I was so or... much trouble to. It's yeah, terrible. <laughs> Just sounds like a sneeze, I guess. It does. <laughs> we laughed and laughed. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot other people here. Sorry. Oh dang it! Uh, okay. All right, at the end of round four, I thought, I thought I was still in mom's basement. <laughs> <laughs> at the end of round four, Andy has twenty-eight, Kells forty-eight, and Davo one thirty-two. It's not really anybody's game anymore. No. Thanks, <laughs> Thanks Neil, for keeping it real. Gals, we should do a joke off for the next round. I mean, we're not going to catch him. Uh, we weren't going to catch him after the first they're, round. They're no. called Svirfneblin. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. Svirfneblin. Kill me now. I never would have said that, but. Never. <laughs> it sounds very correct. Svirfneblin. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, category five is classes. Okay. I I got all kinds of class. (laughs) And Andy teaches one, so he should be right. Four for four. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Mm-hmm. It's on seating charts. I'm good with seating charts. (laughs) Well, question one. As a high-ranking member of ancient Celtic cultures... Those considered this range from religious leaders to legal authorities, as well as medical professionals. As with some characters in pop culture, characters playing as this class in D&D are able to transform into animals and use divine nature-based magic. What is the name for this class? Locked in. Locked in. Uh, Kells. Shaman. And Andy? Parliament. <laughs> when when you're changing the animals and things the higher yeah there has to be parliament wow i'm i'm learning a lot tonight too then mm-hmm. uh, and Tavo. druid yes uh, it is druid <laughs> um question two as opposed to a filly of ireland in scotland i might be pronouncing that wrong doesn't matter. One of the 
Okay. Uh, one of these are also found in Celtic cultures as a lower class storyteller, verse maker, and oral historian. In D&D, one of these might play an instrument or cleverly craft a string of words to cast magic and influence fo- foes. What is this class? Um, Locked in. Lower class storyteller. Locked in. Locked in. All right. Uh, Davo. Bard. Kells. An MC. <laughs> yeah, what? what? And, uh... <laughs> And uh, Andy. And Rice. <laughs> wow. Lower class storyteller. Not a fan cool. of the vampire, are you? <laughs> <laughs> well, the answer is Bard. I like uh, where your head's at. Dissing on the right. stat. What's your problem, man? <laughs> <laughs> uh, question three. The class Paladin first appears as a term in Matter of France as the foremost members of Charlemagne's court as fictional knights of legends, similar to the Arthurian Knights of the Round Table. What were these legendary knights also referred to as in Chanson de Guest? Might have pronounced that wrong too. Uh, but there's an easy mode for this one. Easy mode. Chanson de mm. Guest House. Um... I'm locked in with a guess. Uh, easy mode. Okay, so easy mode is, although short of a baker's dozen, these knights were at least close in age and status. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Have you been talking to Barry? I'm locked in. <laughs> Seems like a real swell guy. Yeah. He's a really good guy. He, his, he, Barry's, Barry's outstanding, but his easy modes leave... Uh, if something to be desired sometimes. <laughs> I thought this was a really good easy mode. Oh, thanks, Neil. I've got this great support system of uh, Neil and Devo. I'm it's not that I Dim. don't support you. I'm just failing. Spectacularly. <laughs> no, no, I understand. It's, it's mostly Andy. Don't worry. Mostly I just, mostly I just disagree with I'm anything I'm a little Andy salty says. tonight. <laughs> That's okay. I ruined your like month streak of a good day. uh did everyone lock in yeah uh yeah i locked in andy you locked in yeah all right so uh kelt dirty dozen oh that's good that's good davo i said cavalier and andy the victor huguenots <laughs> See what I did there? Sweep the leg. No. Oh. You have a problem with that. Wow. Thought I was the right. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> the correct answer is the 12 peers. Oh. 12 peers. Dang right. Okay. Shoot. So close. In <laughs> <laughs> uh, question four if you play a class in D&D, as a mastering of martial arts and using key produced from within to exert energy outwards, you may confuse it with one who leaves mainstream society to practice religious asceticism, prayer, and contemplation. What word is used for this D&D class? And um, 
there's an easy mode for this. Uh, the copy I sent Neil, I think, was a bonus, but I thought it worked better as an easy mode. Locked in. Locked in. You leave society to... Oh, locked in. Okay. Uh, Davo. Monk. And Andy. Monk. And Kels. It's a jungle out there. I said Monk. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, monk is correct. Oh. All right. At the end of round five, Andy has 38, Kells 58, and Devo 162. It's Christmas for Devo. points I still couldn't. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, that was a great game. Thanks for coming. Oh, wait, there's still for... more. There's, there's another <laughs> round, Andy. There's another oh, set of questions. Oh. Yeah. yeah, another round. And, we... and don't forget the file hmm. question. You could jump up to third place. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should implement a skunk rule. I mean, I never wanted to be on this side of it, but. <laughs> this feels very familiar to me. <laughs> at least in the wrestling episode i scored really well i just didn't uh, score as well as kills did well mm. let's see how you do with this one this category is creatures <laughs> creatures get out your monster manual andy that's right yeah this is what it's all been working towards yeah. has it <laughs> i don't know maybe it has for we'll me see. this has been great oh that's awesome I'm really happy so, question one, observing this impressive specimen, you'll notice it is, a, it is a large, spherical, and floating creature. It has a large, toothy maw, an equally or larger eye in its center, which emits an anti-magic cone at anything it stares at, as well as ten eye stalks that move independently and fire different eye ray attacks. What is this creature called? And there's an easy mode. I'm locked in. Locked in. And Kels, you want easy mode? Yes, why not? Easy mode is there is beauty in this creature's large eye, although that is subjective. That's a great easy mode. I think it is. I'm already (laughs) locked in. Shoot us. I'd change it. But all right. Well, what do you have, Andy? I went with the eye creature. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I think everybody would still know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> um, Devo? A beholder. Huh. And Kells? I stumbled upon beholder. Yes. That was a great easy no. mode. <laughs> Thank you. Beholder is correct. And it's also funny, Kells, because they're very intelligent creatures who think they are the most beautiful thing in the room. <laughs> and they're absolutely hideous. <laughs> <laughs> That is funny. Everyone's having taking, such a great time tonight. I have to uh, catch my breath. That's such a sight. <laughs> Andy, you've never wow. delivered a line. <laughs> that like was really funny. You just said, you said that it's funny. <laughs> that was really, really good. <laughs> All right, question two. This monstrosity has an average wingspan of 80 to 120 feet 
and is capable of carrying elephants into the air. What creature has its roots in Middle East mythology as a massive and legendary bird of prey that is included in multiple tales in 1001 Nights, also known as Arabian Nights? I'm locked in. Shahrazad. Mm-hmm. Locked in. Locked in. Alrighty, so Kells. Morse day in the time. <laughs> oh, wee, oh, wee, oh. Nice. America. Have your <laughs> <laughs> um, Andy. Um, I went with unicorn because it's D and D, and that hasn't come up yet. There's two more and questions in the category. <laughs> it's a rock. It a is rock. a rock. R O C. Correct. You're not even trying anymore with the names at that point. <laughs> it's, it, it's Arabian Nights, dude. <laughs> now you're just making fun of mythology. Yeah. Sorry. Classic literature. <laughs> Have you read it? Yes. It's really good. What? <laughs> it's, I, I can retain uh, the entire player's handbook in my mind, but not a single high school book. So here I yeah. am. <laughs> here, here we are, Dan. You and me enjoying life while Eddie's sitting over there in a pile of salt. Right. <laughs> Look who's laughing now. Oh, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> wasting my time. I'm writing questions. all right well question three a legendary creature from persian mythology finds its way into the monster manual it has the head of a human body of a lion and either a tail of venomous spines or a scorpion tail and it has triple rows of teeth and is a lethal predator it eventually passed to european folklore as well and is a and is occasionally depicted with wings. What is this monster? Locked in. I'm, I'm, I'm locked in, man. I'm locked in. All right. Um, Andy. The Chevrolet Corvair. <laughs> I'm just grabbing random nouns now. <laughs> uh, Kels. I just said a sphinx. Oh, and Devo said a manticore. Oh, a manticore is correct. Although I definitely see the Sphinx. I was on the Sphinx bandwagon until the scorpion tail. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I didn't recall the scorpion tail on the Sphinx. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And the final question of the regular rounds. There is a modern resurgence of undead creatures between zombies, vampires, and ghosts. Among these is a certain undead that the term used to refer to just any corpse, animated or not. These days, this type of undead refers to a highly intelligent wizard that seeks eternal life and typically commands armies of undead, even appearing in shows such as Adventure Time. What is this undead creature? Oh, that's easy. It's Trump. (laughs) (laughs) I was thinking more Rudy if we're going Yeah, Rudy I was thinking Rudy Uh, I'm locked in Looks just like the villain from um, Underdog 
Yes, he does. <laughs> oh, God. I never thought of that. Once my mom pointed that out, I was like, oh, my God, that's Rudy. Oh, that's spot on. <laughs> Can't unsee. <laughs> the best part of that story is that your mom knows what the bad guy from Underdog looks like. Man, I come from good stock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, your mom is cool. Not plane, nor bird, nor even frog. It's just little old me. Underdog. Um, a wizard commands an army of the undead. Could also be the lead singer to Maroon 5. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> Locked in. Alrighty, uh, Devo, Lich, and Kells, Sorcerer. That's and a class, Kells, not an undead yeah. creature. Now, Excuse a Lich can have you. levels of Sorcerer, but it's not as efficient as levels of Wizard. You're right. I, I felt <laughs> simple that oversight, Kells. <laughs> yeah. Simple egg on oversight. Gosh, how will I be able to? I can't go out in society anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta get my life together. (laughs) Get it together, Kells. Straighten up and fly right. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Andy? You almost got me in this one. This is very tricksy. It's Sensei. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me Uh, I'm wrong. Prove it's the wrong. Neil or Sensei. Yes. No, it yeah. is a Lich. <laughs> lich. Hmm. Or also pronounced Lick. All right. Lick sure. if you're nasty. Right, <laughs> Mr. Lick. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> All right. At the end of our regular rounds, Andy has 38 points. Kels has 63 points. And Davo has 202 points. <laughs> wow. 202? 202. i'm Uh, so excited about this final round now i know as a kid i used to watch this now i know how those teams felt when they played the harlem globetrotters (laughs) we are the we are the power forward and center for the washington generals tonight yes (laughs) middle lord lemons taking it to you So for this final question, mm-hmm. had to look around for certain for different kinds of stats with D and D. So don't be too intimidated. Don't be too intimidated. Okay. Okay. So I want you to name ten of the top twenty class and race combinations found within the player's handbook, according to D and stats Ooh. as of 2017 so that's before we expand beyond player's handbook and especially for kels and andy's benefit mm. i'm going to read out all the races and all the classes so you guys can okay. write them down and think what people might choose like the and this is the best combinations between two yeah like what what you think the most common combinations of the races in class are okay I, I'm I'm just gonna ask Dan, and they're gonna give me a lot of grief for it. Yep. Yeah. Are you looking for sub races? <laughs> no, I am not. <laughs> that makes a difference. You forgot to give us homework. 
I, I did Excuse look into subraces. Excuse me, you said races. there was going to be a test? <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to collect the homework? <laughs> um, so no, be a because I, I looked into that and that breaks it down so much. And obviously yeah. that's going to be a lot if we go into right. that. So yeah, it okay. is just the base races as they're named without the sub races in the player's handbook and the base classes okay. without subclasses in the players got some classes right. so uh if you guys want to write down the races sure do or remember them yeah. you want to do. so there's human okay there's elf okay. half elf dwarf I'm intrigued if a half elf is half the size of a human but i'm just gonna move on. half elf is an elf and a human offspring mm. uh i don't know if you heard dwarf but of course dwarf yes. Uh, dragonborn now this Rather one than uh, dragon adopted <laughs> that's absolutely right that's a different race dragon ball z thing. okay yeah. <laughs> um this next one i might have to spell out it is oh. a tiefling t-i-e-f-l-i-n-g T-I-E-F-L-I-N-G. this is a uh you can think of it as a descendant of uh uh devils into human blood Sure. Yep. yep. I'm glad everyone landed with that one. Then there's halfling. Halfling. Half orc and gnome. Okay. And then the the classes are fighter, a rogue, wizard, barbarian, cleric, ranger, paladin, warlock, monk. Bard, sorcerer, and druid. Hmm. And <laughs> ten of the the um, most selected, like um. Yeah, ten of the top twenty most top 20. common okay. combinations by. Players. So I gotta look at these. Doesn't just swipe left or swipe right. Okay. <laughs> if they if they look like they should be together or not, yeah. Okay, yeah. Match them up. All right. We got a shot, Andy. We got a shot. That's right. right. So there's. I mean, we don't have a shot to win. We just have no. a shot to get some right. I'm. I'm just gonna logic my way through this. I see barbarian, but I don't see Conan for a race. <laughs> <laughs> I think you would be looking for Sumerian. Yeah, give it to him, Neil. <laughs> <laughs> really ruined his day. Oh, I don't think um, that. It's already been ruined. <laughs> you, know, you know what I imagine, Kells? It was a D&D game a few days later, and, and Devo has got his chest all puffed up, and then he said, Sumerian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Andy, I can see it too, man. Okay. While we cobble together some semblance of an answer to this final question, after this show, head on over to the Misinformation Trivia Podcast. It is a trivia podcast for ladies and gents who love cool trivia and sticking it to annoying teams at pub quizzes. Are you that annoying team? Would you like to not be an annoying team? Listen to them. They're a good show. And now let's see if they've come up with the right answer. I've got my 10. Wow. <laughs> it, it's, 
<laughs> I'm still trying to, to write down I'm the options. Wait, still I know the to options. match up Ranger with Texas. <laughs> <laughs> New York. <laughs> yeah. Walker. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I got a Wolf of Wall Street like montage playing of y'all meeting up for D and it's just like it's, it's like crushed up Adderall, like y'all are going at it. Using a Steve Madden shooter, crush a pill, and like it's like roll There the were 20. some sessions you wish you had a you wish you had an Adderall, I tell you what. For like an eight uh, hour session. Eight? You amateur? <laughs> Cal, if you notice when you're matching these things up, you can have a, a human cleric, but not a human girl in this group. That's interesting. <laughs> not a one, buddy. Wonder why yeah. that is. <laughs> you know, my I wife and I play D&D every other weekend. We marvel that you're married, to be sure. <laughs> <laughs> I am uh, locked in. I have 10 as well. I, I was stumped in the last one. Then I locked in. I, I, I matched B's with G's and got the BGs. Yeah, I was I was not passing up the opportunity to put Gnome Ranger on my paper. So <laughs> hey, hey, that, you know, I used to play World of Warcraft. I know that's surprising to everybody here. Wow, <laughs> I know. The more you know, find the time. Yeah. So uh, back in when I played, uh, we had a guild that was all gnomes called Gnome Depot. <laughs> <laughs> and, and our rival guild was nomenclature. Oh boy. <laughs> You guys are popular at parties if you were ever invited to a party. <laughs> I was invited, but I decided not to go because D&D wasn't happening there. Yeah. yeah. Was, you decided not to go because they already had a rogue in the party? Yeah. Oh, yeah. snap. <laughs> Did you just say, oh, snap? <laughs> <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> Mark our guests. That's everyone, right? Yes. Sounds good, Ben. Okay. So um, I will go backwards from number 20. And like I said, these are from dndbeyond.com of people who've cre created characters and they pulled the stats from that. Okay. So number 20 is a human bard. No, I didn't put that. Is a dragonborn paladin. No. No. 18, half orc barbarian. Got it. Got it. No. 17, human monk. No. No. 16, human ranger. Got it. Nope. 15, elf druid. Got it. No. No. 14 is a halfling rogue. Got it. Uh, That's a Cardi B, right? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think so. Uh, a 13 is half elf bard. Got it. Uh, no. 12 is he human monk. It kind of is at that point, yeah. <laughs> B12. <laughs> uh, 12 is human monk. You already said human monk. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I 
think I just repeated it. Uh, 11 is Dwarf Fighter. Uh, no, oh, no. wait, you're right. No, I see what you mean now. I did say Human Monk mm. twice. Yeah. I'm so sorry, everyone. I can correct That's okay. that. Like, put it down here. Oh, you know what it is? It's um, the first time I said Human Monk was actually Human Warlock. And I just oh, I get those mixed up all the time. <laughs> Do you? <laughs> <laughs> Honest mistake. <laughs> um, Eleven is a dwarf fighter. Uh, Ten no. is a tiefling warlock. Get it? No. Uh, nine is a dwarf cleric. Got it. <laughs> Eight is an elf rogue. Elf rogue. <laughs> uh, seven is a human paladin. Six no. is human cleric. What no. in the world? I don't. I'm not digging that. Yeah, all these humans at the top. It just uh. Well, it's that extra feet, man. The alternate build, yep. extra feet. Exactly. So everyone just plays them. Yeah. Of having fun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, five is human rogue. Sorry for the D and D shade I just threw. Um, four human wizard. Uh, no. Three is elf wizard. Get it. Ah uh, man, I got half it. Two is elf ranger. There, that, is there one, that many elf rangers on D&D Beyond? Apparently, yeah. As a, rangers, again, as of 2017. Okay. Which, as, okay. Yeah, okay. They didn't realize that rangers kind of sucked and they needed some help. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That was in the early <laughs> okay. days. Yeah. The before times. <laughs> ching, 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 ching. <laughs> and number one is the very spicy human fighter. <laughs> Got it. So interesting. Yeah. I I I'm genuinely surprised by a couple of those. I'm surprised by all of them. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard of some of these. <laughs> all right, Andy, how many did you end up with? Uh, I got bored. <laughs> no, uh, That's a weird score. I got one. One. Okay, that brings you to 48 and you are still in third place. <laughs> Oh my god. Wow. <laughs> Kels, I'm gonna spoil it and tell you you're a lock for second. <laughs> oh man, I was I was hoping to be surprised. How many did you get? I got four. Four? That means that you broke a hundred and got Triple to one hundred and three. Nice. Oh, just, you got just triple there. digits on the D&D game, man. That's awesome. I'm going to mm-hmm. say it's something. Yeah. <laughs> and as of... <laughs> I am fine with being in third place. I'm very comfortable with, with the results of this match. <laughs> as of right now, Devo only leads Kells by 99 points. Yikes. Devo, <laughs> how many did you get? I got eight. <laughs> That brings your total to 282 points. Wow. Masterful Woo! performance, David. There we go. So oh, I'm going to talk, talk to Dan for just a second about two of my answers on here. And see if he's a surprise <laughs> as I am that they weren't on that list. Oh, okay. I could have sworn this one time. <laughs> there would have been a dwarf paladin on there. Yep. 
That was my first thought too. And a tiefling sorcerer. Yep. Yep. I like, of course there's tiefling warlock, but I was very surprised. No sorcerer. Hmm. It's interesting because I have tiefling paladin. I actually have a game where uh, uh, two people played a tiefling paladin and it worked out really well. So with with that subtle reminder, (laughs) Dan, thank you very much for coming on the show. Yes, Mm -hmm. thank you, Dan. You're welcome back anytime. That was a lot of fun. Oh, I'm glad to hear it, Andy. It's a lot of fun. Right to my nephew, my life too. I genuinely enjoyed that. We we like to have fun. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure you'll be back soon. (laughs) (laughs) This was a great experience. We'll get that invite right out there. I'm definitely sending Dan an invite. The board game episode is coming up. (laughs) I I would. I would like that. Yeah, I do a board game episode. Yeah. Cool. So thank you, Neil, for being our, our scorekeeper and snark passer honor. <laughs> That's what I'm good at. <laughs> Thanks, Neil. <laughs> so from all of us here at the Brain Ladle Trivia Podcast, this is your MC Devo, a fifth level rogue, second level bard with just a smattering of artificer. <laughs> with Kells. Only on account of villainy. <laughs> with dan dan who's uh playing uh pal- level three paladin level three sorcerer for sorkadin andy leave me out of this <laughs> I... <laughs> so long playing, little brainers <laughs> and neil <laughs> I am Dungeon Master, your guide in the realm of Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> I do I do think that's Davo. I really do see him. <laughs> I can see him at his table in his kitchen. That, of course, was from the uh, classic D&D cartoon from the early 80s. Kells, <laughs> are we dead? I, I think so, Andy. Okay. This is hell, isn't it, Kells? I don't know. I mean, the furniture's only joking. Nice. <laughs> you gonna make it, Andy? I'm all right. You gonna be polite to our guest? I'm gonna be very polite to our guests and tune in next week when we do uh, Trains the Beatles Road in the United States. <laughs> <laughs> The adventuring party enters the tavern. At the far side of the room, you see a mysterious figure in a dark black cloak. He rises and approaches the adventuring party. What say you, Neelith the Wise? Visit us on Twitter at Little Brain or on Facebook at Brain Little Productions. What say you, Kelsius the Mighty? Or you could look for us at our website, brainladle.com. And what say you, Andronicus the Fool? Well, we'd also appreciate it if you could 
Check us out there on Patreon and support us. Uh, $10 sustaining membership will allow you to be on the show itself. And uh, you can also listen to special episodes. And it's all very cool and keen. Does, does everything have to be about the Beatles, Andy? Yep. This is a medieval fantasy setting. Why the Beatles? It's in jolly old England. Ugh. To fix this. Wow. Look at us. We're like professionals. Yeah. <laughs> and it's only episode 149. Yay. 148. Wow. 40 That's 148. Uh, how would I know? <laughs> <laughs> Andy fainted. Did you just have a stroke? <laughs> Andy, you okay? No, I, I, I'm curious to know how that's going to sound in the recording. I was... <laughs> Frightening. I'm drinking water. Normally, I get rid of my metal straw, and I just picked it up, realized it still had. So I was trying to hold it so I wouldn't clank the straw, and I, I hit the straw straw against the microphone, which makes which makes this kind of noise. That's very pleasant. Let's do a lot oh, of that. Man. All right, I got nothing I'm else to do with uh, with my answer to this question. Um. <laughs> Um, yeah, Andy would probably be surprised that I played Paladin. Yeah, I because they're good I guys. Don't know if Andy knows what a Paladin is. That's that's a good point. I don't, I don't even know where I'm at anymore. <laughs> <laughs> this is some weird fever dream. Andy probably got a nosebleed. Right I don't now. know what's going on. <laughs> okay, I can either play a short clip or a three and a half minute clip that is a classic piece of D and D memory. <laughs> I want the I want both <laughs> Okay Well we'll do the short well, one Well it is Davo's birthday <laughs> The preceding podcast was presented by Brain Ladle Productions All rights reserved